0: Hey everyone, this episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Stitch Fix and by Honey. But first, the weird news.
1: It's hard out there for cops these days. At least according to cops. Yeah. They are the thin blue line that separates order from chaos. And any attack on law enforcement, big or small, must be taken very, very seriously. Blue lines matter. (laughs) Recently, an officer in Indianapolis found himself, and by extension every police officer, under attack at one of the few remaining safe spaces for police.
0: McDonald's, but he was not all about to roll over and be a victim. Now, in mid-July, this Indianapolis police officer who asked that his face, name, and voice be kept obscured out of fear of further anti-cop violence, but who news reports refer to as DJ, went to his local McDonald's and ordered his usual very normal meal, a McChicken sandwich, a small french fry, and six chocolate chip cookies. And then in similarly normal fashion, he took that bag of fresh hot McDonald's food to work at the sheriff's office and placed it in the fridge for several hours. When it came time for his meal break, you know, the best type of McDonald's is McDonald's that's been sitting in yeah. any condition for more than 10 minutes. That's when it really ripens. You have to wait for the flavors to really uh, yeah. mature. Yeah. You, and would, develop the scent of the you wouldn't just
1: start chugging at a glass of wine right after pouring it. No, you let it sit for like a couple a, days. Like some sort of savage.
0: That's what wine aging is. You let mm. it sit out in the open air. Yeah. The heat. Let the heat get to it. But uh, when it came time for his meal break, after he'd let his food fully mature, mm-hmm. he busted out that food. He got ready to heat it up in the microwave. Another hot tip for making McDonald's taste great. Yeah. Put it in the fridge and then microwave it. But while unwrapping the McChicken, his keen investigative eye noticed some anomalies. It had already been bitten into. Bump this guy up to detective. Get him off the beat. Dun dun. So here's Officer uh,
1: DJ's description of the crime, as told to local news outlet WTHR, because this is, of course, very newsworthy content. I started to warm up my McChicken, and I noticed several small bites on my McChicken sandwich. I know I didn't eat it, nor the people around. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to this McDonald's to see if they can get that taken care of. And I went to McDonald's and talked
0: to the supervisor. She offered me some free food, which I didn't care nothing about. Not well, Why would I take the food now? It's, uh, it's an hours-long process to make it taste the exact way that I like it's it. It's too warm and fresh. <laughs> I didn't care nothing about it. I just wanted to find out who the person was and if they can deal with that person in an appropriate way. A cop seeking justice? Cool. This officer's calmness under fire is truly commendable given what he w- had clearly happened and what he'd been through. Yeah. Some sick, depraved... Possibly Antifa, McDonald's employee, had seen this uniformed officer place his order and then committed anti-cop violence against the officer's sandwich. A very bold, brazen move, considering there was no way to know that the officer wouldn't be unwrapping his food until several hours later. Mm -hmm. But uh, anti-cop treachery knows no bounds. This person decided to not go with the direct route of tossing a milkshake on this cop and instead went above and beyond. Turns out the entire McDonald's menu is now property of Antifa. hmm So much for the tolerant left. Thankfully, McDonald's management still back the blue, obviously, and not wanting to be associated with this sort of leftist violence. They vowed to review their scheduling and surveillance to catch the culprit. It was McDonald's. a hamburger.
1: <laughs> We've been trying to track this guy down for 50 years. They call
0: him a nonviolent offender because he's just stealing hamburgers, but he needs to be locked up. Ball and
1: chain. I don't care if he's unarmed. The amount of damage this man has done to the public's faith in hamburgers. Mm-hmm. He should get the chair.
0: Sure, people look at him as a folk hero, but not me. No, no,
1: no, not me. And don't just put him in the chair. Put him in the fridge for seven hours, and then put him in the chair. Exactly. Anyway, the Marion County Sheriff's Department wasn't about to let McDonald's treat this as simply an internal matter, though. They launched their own full investigation, presumably setting aside less urgent cases so that solving this sandwich crime had the resources and manpower needed. And what started as a local police matter quickly became part of the national dialogue, thanks largely to the verified Blue Lives Matter Twitter account, who brought it to the attention of their 58,000 followers and published their own news entry on the incident, which was basically the same as other articles about it, but with a little more context, such as this paragraph. There has been a rash of food service employees tampering with and doing disgusting things to the meals ordered by law enforcement officers over the past two years, and most cops have learned to check carefully before eating. Just like this officer did.
0: Why would a verified news organization like Blue Lives Matter editorialize a story like this? Well, they all of their articles are supposedly written by current and
1: former LEOs, law enforcement officers. That's mm-hmm. what they call themselves. Yeah. So, I mean, how could they not
0: editorialize? I guess it's uh, part of part of what comes with the job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, similarly, the online publication Law Enforcement Today discussed the incident in their article titled, Anti-Police Fast Food Worker Bites Off More Than They Can Chew. Very clever. Uh, yeah, in which uh, they wrote, Aren't we past this by now? Should police officers really be forced to check their food every single time they order something? How many times does a cop need to find spit in their burger or dirt on a sandwich? If anything, the brave men and women who protect the public from harm deserve a free sandwich, one without any bites already taken out of it. Grow up, America! Yeah. (laughs) We should make cops... Every sandwich is free for police. It's not as if... New rules. It's not as if it's literally the most risky possible thing you could do in your career as a minimum wage employee Mm -hmm. struggling to get by or pay for college or housing or food to uh, fuck with not only someone's food, but a police officer's food. And uh, yeah, both these articles
1: talk about it as if this is like an incredibly common thing. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, I did. I did quite a bit of googling on the topic and was only able to find like two instances from the last fifteen
0: to twenty years. So the fact that our big wet president chooses McDonald's out of all the food options that are available shows that he trusts their ability to serve.
1: Yeah, I mean if they if they bit this cops McChicken, imagine what they would do to the president's
0: McChicken. I mean, he's literally said that he goes to McDonald's because they won't fuck with his food. Yeah. So, this is uh, eroding a lot of public trust. I mean, if if I'm looking at it uh from an outsider's perspective looking in, I would say that McDonald's employees are much closer to being the ones that serve and protect. Than police officers recently. Uh, The the thin red line. (laughs) Thin red and yellow arches. Yeah. (laughs) That separates order from chaos. They're the only ones keeping us sane.
1: Anyways, Uh. (laughs) the replies to that Blue Lives Matter tweet that broke the story nationwide are about what you'd expect in response to such a serious crime. Why isn't stopped now? Okay. The liberal left knows no low. Treating police officers badly is one of their favorite pastimes. Thank you, Obama. Your legacy.
0: Oh, man, I haven't heard Thank oh, Thanks Obama come out naturally in so long. It's back, out. baby! I love it. It's We're th-
1: back to thanking Obama for things that he is clearly directly responsible for. It's like a for. band coming out and playing their hits. Mm. Can you imagine a group of people that cannot walk into a restaurant and get food without getting tampered with, water dumped on them? The left would be screaming about unfair treatment. Instead, they promote it against cops. Well, uh, hopefully this investigation finds its culprit quickly, because uh-huh. uh, it sounds like we're going to get some like vigilante justice on our hands. We uh-huh. need to just let the law do what it's supposed to do. And, oh, okay, the Marion County Sheriff's Office, uh, they've concluded their investigation and released a statement. All right, let's hear it. Let's have a look.
0: Yeah. Let's pull uh, the mask off this culprit. Finally. Last week, a Marion County Sheriff's Office employee purchased a McChicken sandwich from the McDonald's location at 3828 West Morris Street, Indianapolis. The employee took a bite out of the sandwich upon starting his shift at the Marion County Jail, then placed it in the refrigerator in a break room. He returned nearly seven hours later having forgotten that he had previously bitten the sandwich. Oh. He wrongly concluded that a McDonald's restaurant employee had tampered with his food because he is a law enforcement officer. Our partners at McDonald's have been helpful and have assisted in the MCSO investigation into what transpired with our employee. The investigation has determined that the McDonald's restaurant staff in no way tampered with the employee's food. He has since formally apologized to McDonald's. We recognize that McDonald's is a valued civic partner and any insinuation in private or the media to the contrary is unfounded oh it's just like scooby-doo when they pull the mask off and it was the guy that was helping them the whole time
1: oh my gosh this that is a twist befitting of all the best who
0: couldn't have seen this coming
1: yeah it's an inside job. A false flag. hmm So, yeah, all right, well, uh, oops. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> yeah, who among us, when heating up a seven-hour-old McDonald's sandwich, hasn't forgotten about previously taking a bite out of that food and then gone straight to the local news, accusing minimum-wage fast food workers of tampering with that food because they're anti cup I mean, it happens. It happens to all of us. And when it happens, and when it leads to a real taxpayer-funded police investigation, you say, whoops, my bad, and then the whole filing a false police report thing, it gets forgiven, because just a goof, guys... Yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunately the same people who disrespect our brave police officers by tampering with their food entirely in our imaginations are probably now even more anti-cop and calling this whole thing a huge
0: waste of everyone's time. Oh, oh so it's a huge waste of time to investigate a potential crime?
1: Yeah. Yes, it is. They left no stone unturned and they, they got the answer that they were seeking. And
0: I, I applaud this police work. Hey, at least they got something done. Case closed. Literally case closed. This is not a cold case. It's a cold sandwich. It's a
1: warm case that was then made cold and then warmed up and then heated right up again. Yeah. And it's still the case is just as tasty and juicy as when it first broke.
0: Nothing like I mean, maybe the McChicken sandwich is different, but I know from experience that the best way to enjoy McDonald's French fries is by letting them sit. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing better. And, And washing them down with six. Chocolate chip cookies. Oh, yeah, delicious. Well, this hatred for police from the public it isn't just an American thing. Over in Germany, in the Bavarian town of Starnberg, police there recently experienced an even more serious affront to their authority. According to German news, a post-graduation party at a local school got a bit out of hand, with a group of teens who didn't attend school trying and failing to get into the party. One particular 15-year-old outside the event was reportedly quite intoxicated. Perfectly legal in Germany. Well... Mm, Depends. Is it? 16. Six, is, okay. Well, well, when you're 15, you get your drinker's permit. At 14,
1: you're allowed to get drunk if you're with your parents. Wait, so it is like a
0: learner's permit for a driver's license. Yeah. That's fucking yeah. cool. 14,
1: you can drink with your family, beer and wine. 16, you can drink beer and wine without a parent or guardian. And then, and then 18, you can drink the hard stuff.
0: I love the drinker's permit. Yeah. I fully support it. Uh, yeah. So school security, when they got this fifteen-year-old outside intoxicated, they they called the cops, who arrived to disperse the group. Uh, that one drunk kid aggressively refused to leave, so police detained him and took him down to the station to sober up, which would typically be case closed, mm-hmm. end of story. But in this case, not true. The no. story continues. Dun dun. Not long after booking
1: the drunk kid into the police station, a mob of around 100 teenagers decided to storm the police station, they can't stop all of us, and descended upon the building, intending to bust out their imprisoned comrade. They threw bottles and rocks at the building, breaking windows and tearing down the sign at the entrance, and tried in vain to bust down the front door. Uh, One officer was reportedly kicked by a rampaging student. Uh, The situation became so serious that nearby police departments were called upon for backup. And this full-scale riot eventually settled down once the police had numbers on their sides. Uh, A grand total of two rioters were arrested briefly before being released, and the original troublemaker was sent to the hospital when he started complaining about a headache. Well, he's punting over. Um, Reaction from the public seems to generally be dismay that such a thing could happen in such a wealthy neighborhood. That's usually for the poor. The poor are the ones that uh, get drunk and commit violence.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, it's yeah. good to see the, the kids of Germany reenacting the uh, the struggle and strife of uh, the people of Hong Kong who are fighting yeah. uh, seemingly in vain to stop extradition of criminals to mainland China. Those guys are fucking badass. Mm-hmm. I, I, they see the laser pointers when uh, they like try to block. Brilliant, the yeah, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just love this
1: because if this happened in America, these kids would all be uh, beaten or shot and put in jail forever. Uh, but well, hold on, they're wealthy. Uh, but like uh, this is right. It's nearby Munich. I'm sure all of these cops have worked. A couple, a couple shifts at Oktoberfest.
0: We know how to handle it. They, the <laughs> Look,
1: they're pretty harmless. You just got to, you know, dodge any objects they toss
0: you. If at I can you. handle drunk vacationing Americans, I can <laughs> handle a couple of German kids.
1: Yeah. Uh, Oktoberfest has got to be just like the greatest test of a patience. police officer's yeah. like,
0: patience and uh, yeah. tolerance of drunk assholes. Yeah. So they've been trained. Yeah. they know got to handle it. But speaking of wealthy kids, this next story isn't exactly the weirdest news in the world, but we've covered so much about the college admissions scandal on this channel over the last few months uh, that we we would be doing a disservice to not cover this, and it fits right in with all of that. Yeah. Uh, according to reports by the excellent investigative journalist over at ProPublica, one hot new college admissions trend among the wealthy is to just... Legally give up custody of their kids so that the kid no longer has to report their parents' income on their FAFSA forms, which determine whether or not a student qualifies for federal student financial aid. Life hacks? Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah, it's a very simple grift. The parent and child don't really have to provide any strong justification for why they're handing over custody to someone else. Uh, which is usually aunts, uncles, friends, or employees of the parents.
0: Low-wage employees of the parents. Yeah,
1: and uh, all it costs is some attorney's fees to get the paperwork just right. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so now, uh, even though the kid is still actively living with and being financially supported by the real parents, in the eyes of the federal government, they're now completely on their own and therefore qualify for all sorts of financial aid that's intended for students whose parents absolutely cannot afford to pay tuition or... Uh, kids
0: who actually are, like, emancipated from their parents for legitimate reasons. Yeah. So the Wall Street Journal also looked into this and even spoke to one parent with a household income of over $250,000 who'd done it. Uh, let's just read that. Transferring her daughter's guardianship was largely a matter of paperwork, the mother said. Her business partner attended a court hearing with an attorney... She, her husband, and her daughter didn't even need to show up, she said. Once the guardianship was transferred, the teen only had to claim the $4,200 in income she earned through her summer job. Today, her daughter attends a private college on the West Coast, which costs $65,000 in annual tuition. The daughter received a $27,000 merit scholarship and an additional $20,000 in need-based aid, including a federal Pell Grant, which she won't have to pay back. The daughter is responsible for $18,000 a year, which her grandparents pay. Oh, just lovely. Mm. And, uh, of course, there's only so much federal student aid to go
1: around, uh, and it's given out on a first-come, first-served basis. So it is almost certain that there are lots of actual low-income students out there who aren't going to college because these sons and daughters of doctors and lawyers gobbled up all the financial aid before they could get any of it. And the focus of this pro-publica report was on parents in the state of Illinois, where last year, 82,000 students eligible for the state's MAP grant did not receive it because there wasn't enough money left to go around. Mm. So they're literally taking money away from poor people so their rich, dipshit kids can go to college for less money. And it's all totally legal,
0: folks. God bless us, everyone. No movie stars are getting hauled into court over this because no one broke the law, technically. Well, uh, you, you may hear about things like this and, of course, think to yourself, Meritocracy in this country is an absolute load of horse shit. Well, that sounds like commie talk to us. Thankfully, there are still real, red-blooded, red-hatted Americans out there fighting against the evils of socialism, like Danielle Stella, who's running for Congress in Minnesota's 5th District to unseat Ilhan Omar and send her back. Send her back. And rather than explain further, let's let Danielle Stella do the talking. (laughs) Yes. I
1: well, that was certainly a stirring speech containing many words. Mm. Looks like it's bye-bye for Ilhan, except, oh, shit, turns out Danielle Stella may have committed a, a few felonies earlier this year before deciding to run for office, the first of which happened in January when she was caught allegedly trying to shoplift over $2,000 worth of items from a Target store. Target, whose global headquarters is in the congressional district Danielle Stella is running for, says that she used the self-checkout line to scan a few items totaling around $50 before just walking right out the door with the rest of her haul. Brilliant. Uh, when police detained her, she told them that due to PTSD, she actually has no memory of what happened after she entered the Target store, and uh, I guess that means uh, no crime was
0: committed. You can't, you can't commit a crime if you're too stupid or mentally deficient to do so. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, by, by the way, she then failed to appear in, one, uh, in court for one of her hearings about the shoplifting, adding a contempt of court charge to the list of her problems, and then she got caught shoplifting again not long after, this time at a Cub foods grocery store where she was caught trying to smuggle various products for her pet cat out of the store under her purse. Uh, She's facing some serious jail time if and when any of this goes to trial, but right now her main concern is running for Congress and sending Ilhan Omar back. And also reading lots of 8chan posts about QAnon. Because yeah, she's into that too, and no, we're not going to devote any time to her explaining the batshit insane beliefs of the QAnon crowd. Everybody knows that just like... uh, Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous, it's a place where people who have uh, uh, issues with disease, mental diseases, uh, go to uh, find hope.
1: Yeah, that's uh, a fairly accurate way of describing it. Sure. I just wish they'd remain anonymous. Too, yeah. many, too much public QAnon
0: stuff. In and Q-Anon. everyone knows the hero of QAnon, Quail Man. Uh, yeah. From the show Doug. Who's actually... John F. Kennedy Jr. He never crashed in that plane.
1: He's been lying low for 20 years, waiting for Donald Trump to become president and throw all the pedos in the pizza prison.
0: Robert F. Kennedy's daughter died this morning. Yeah. So that's going to be a
1: whole fucking can of worms. Anyways, it's time for a word from this week's sponsors, starting with Stitch Fix. Mm -hmm. Personal style is like a fingerprint. Everyone has their own. Whatever your style, the expert stylists at Stitch Fix are ready to help you express yourself. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing brands right to your door. To get started, go to stitchfix.com weird, answer some questions about your preferred style, and your personal shopper will ship you a box of clothes, shoes, and accessories. It's
0: a fun way to choose clothes. It's like, uh, like Tinder for clothes shopping. Yeah. You just put what you like, and then you get uh, something in return. Nothing sexual, though. No. There's no commitment required, and you only pay for what you keep. Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free. Plus, the $20 styling fee is automatically applied towards anything that you keep from your box. You'll never have to worry about looking good again with Stitch Fix. Get started today at stitchfix.com weird and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That is stitchfix.com weird. The, the seasons are changing uh, in about a month and a half, and you're going to want that hot fall look. Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of clothes I like that I cannot possibly wear right now because I would die in them. I have all of my Hawaiian <laughs> shirts that I got from Stitch Fix packed and ready to go for my little little uh, staycation away this weekend yeah. up in wine country. Yeah,
1: what better time or place. Mm-hmm. And this episode is sponsored by Honey, the easiest way to save money when you're shopping online. When you shop online, there's always that little box at checkout for promo codes, and it feels like it could be taunting you. You could be saving money, if if only you knew what to put in that promo code box. Well, that's what Honey does. Honey's a free tool that you download to your computer's browser. While you shop online, Honey scans the internet for coupon codes and other discounts. Then
0: it automatically applies the coupon with the biggest savings to your cart at checkout. It works on over 20,000 sites like Amazon, Best Buy, Nordstrom, Target, Macy's, and more, and has over 100,000 five-star reviews on the Google Chrome Store. Last year, Honey's 10 million users applied over 185 million working promo codes while shopping. And that's a lot of real-life savings. There's really no reason not to use Honey. It's free to use and install on your computer. It takes just two clicks. Never overthink the promo code box again. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com weird. That is joinhoney.com weird. Honey is online savings, simplified. I literally just used it this week on Target.com and got about 10% off of what was in oh, my cart. Oh, you party. didn't just shoplift? Well, that would have been a lot more work. You have to actually leave the house. Yeah. Yeah. I get my grifting done online thanks to honey.
1: Ha ha. Take that. Danielle Stella, someone should have told her about honey. She could have saved money the legal way. Yeah. Anyways, it's time for some fun, weird headlines Mm -hmm. from this past week. Starting with child, seven, has 526 teeth
0: removed from his mouth. I found it a little bit uh, distasteful uh, how they lined it all up afterwards. Yeah, in like like a a a, spiral. Yeah, yeah.
1: They're having fun with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he was also like, oh, my mouth hurts.
0: I'll deal with
1: it. Yeah. And to be clear, if, if you couldn't ascertain this just from, you know, thinking about 526 teeth in anyone's head... A lot of them were very small teeth. Yes, it was like one of those tumors that's just like yeah, and it
0: grows teeth and hair inside. Yeah, it.
1: but Damn. it grew uh, just a shitload of tiny little teeth. He's like a shark, which the doctors then arranged in like order of size in a fun spiral pattern. They had
0: a ball with it. Yeah, yeah, like do you think we could sell this to an art gallery? Probably, Ooh, maybe. Yeah, antique dildo will stay in Ireland after sex shop owner campaigns to save it. And uh, we did it, Ireland. It doesn't look comfortable for anyone. Yeah, uh, it's fascinating though. It's, it looks like a like a the base of a lamp. Yeah. It's very... It, it I
1: mean, this was like... It doesn't hun- look comfortable. This was 117 years ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. The husband, he was over in China. China.
0: Oh. Wow. You've been listening to our president talk oh, too much. no. he was over, many
1: speeches. He was over in China yeah. uh, trying to stop the Boxer Rebellion and he was worried he wasn't coming home. So I guess what was popular at the time if you're stationed overseas mail your wife a dildo. So he mailed his wife a, a very nice uh, ivory dildo carved there in China mm-hmm. Uh, it had, like... I guess it had a chamber inside to fill it with, like, hot water in case you wanted to warm it up. And, oh. uh... I thought so you yeah. could mimic
0: uh, ejaculation inside no. of a woman's uh, uh,
1: vagina. And uh, I think it had, like, some nice little sweet message on it. Uh, yeah, this was a thing, apparently. I'm... And I'm just as surprised as anyone.
0: It continues to this day. The tradition continues because when men go to war, they send uh, back those big dragon dildos that do shoot fake ejaculation material out of them. Yeah, bad dragon. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable
1: with my uh, my wife.
0: She use, can fuck a dragon,
1: though. Yeah, I don't, I don't want any of these realistic, fleshy mm-hmm. dildos being used at home. Gotta use she, the dragon. But she can fuck the, the Xenomorph from the Aliens movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I'm a big HR Giger fan, and uh, this is this is a compromise I have arrived at. Yep. <sighs> Bishop says homosexuality passed on to the unborn when pregnant women enjoy anal sex. It's a hell of a theory. I know. Big if true. Yeah. yeah. How do you turn a baby gay? You hit it from the back, and it's like, what?
0: This is all because of you, Mom. Mom you hadn't got fucked in the ass so I much. learned it from you, Dad. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he didn't... This Bishop in... Uh, over in Cyprus. He didn't explain where lesbians come from. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe from oral sex during pregnancy. I guess so. Basically, it turns out it's very easy to turn an unborn child gay. So just don't... When a woman's pregnant, just lock her up. <laughs> don't look at her. Don't yeah. touch her. That
0: kid will come out fucking straight as an arrow. Yeah. Oh, Texas mom yells racial slur during arrest after leaving infant and running car while she drank shots in a nightclub. He's got his favorite music on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Uh, real uh, mom of the year right here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Real Texas mom. Uh, Yeah, I'm just gonna pop into this nightclub real quick. Leave the music. Leave the fucking kids bop on. Keys are in the ignition. The air is running. Everything's fine. Just gonna go do a couple shots and then drive home safely. Drive
0: home safely. Immediately
1: out. I don't the, think you understand me, so just so we're perfectly clear, I'm going to shout some racial slurs I'm at you I'm about right to say now. the N
0: word. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what she did. Uh, excuse me, officer. <laughs> if you don't stop oppressing me, I'm going to have a heated gamer moment right now. Heated, heated Texas mom gamer yeah. moment. Oh. Uh, one in four delivery drivers admit to tasting your food before delivering it, survey finds Only if you're a cop. Because <laughs> one of the, one, one in four is delivering to a police station. Yeah. you got to take a little taste. Little yeah. antifa taste. Maybe, maybe I was wrong. Maybe this is a huge problem. Uh, That's why companies, what they need to do with these delivery drivers, is you put a little bit extra into the bag so they can have just a little bit. It's called an Antifa-tizer. Yeah. and then everyone gets <laughs> the food that they want. Well, and I, I can, I can
1: guess with some certainty here that. It's fries. It's yeah. always fucking, like, they're not fucking reaching into my bowl of ramen yeah. and taking a few noodles.
0: <laughs> Again, to McDonald's credit, they seal the bag with stickers. Yeah. So a lot of the places do have that started more, doing more that, now.
1: yeah. But uh, yeah,
0: fries so cost. So, you boys want some, uh, start out with some appetizers today before we get into the main course? Fries cost fucking
1: nothing to make. Like, every restaurant that makes fries should just do what Five Guys does. And they're like, it's fucking, just take it. Yeah. Here, I know you ordered a small fry, but we're just going to fill the rest of the bag with them. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. You can eat them. You can throw them away. It's It literally costs us nothing. We'd love it's to our see biggest some,
0: profit. I, I, after formulating it in my head, I'd love to see some uh, antifa tizer art. Uh, send it to us on twitter.com slash TV. you creatives out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you go up to Portland <laughs> to the next
0: Antifa rally. Bring some tizers. Give each of them, like, uh, you know, just a, a, a quick handful of fries. You do a bunch of jalapeno poppers, but one of them has the seeds yeah. in it. It's a fun game. Yeah. yeah. Throw them a Snickers. Mm-hmm. You're not like yourself if you haven't had a Snickers. Antifa takes a bite of the Snickers. Boom. MAGA hat appears on the yeah. head. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Send her back! Yeah. And then if that doesn't work, you, of course, hand him a Pepsi. Yeah. And then that just creates world peace as we Everyone starts
1: dancing. Kylie yeah. Jenner's there and she's just like, wow, I Obama claps. Yeah. Uh, and everyone sincerely thanks Obama.
0: Yeah. No, Not ironically. No, thank you. Thank you. Drunk man invades Polish town driving a Soviet tank. Not again! (laughs) Yeah, this is uh, this was like this headline's like two months old, but
1: I just stumbled across it this week. But yeah, I love the idea. It's like wow, we really fought for like decades to break free from the vice of the
0: USSR Mm -hmm. and achieve independence. What year is it? They're back. Was he just blasting, like, the Soviet anthem as he rolled into town?
1: Yeah, yeah uh, no, he was, I think
0: he, he was, like,
1: he was, he was already driving drunk, like, delivering the tank somewhere. And then it, like, broke down, and he's just like, well, I mean, got this tank here. Let's have some fun.
0: Yeah, why not?
1: Yeah. Mm, just, like,
0: just like the old days, the glory days. Make Poland bad again. Make Poland depressing again.
1: I, I think they're doing a good enough job at that mm. on their own. After two
0: strangers missed a flight, they were asked to share a hotel room with one bed. Gotta love those airlines. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, fine. We'll finally bend the knee and give you a hotel room, which we never did. Yeah. Do. They're like, oh, yeah. I mean, there's only one hotel room in this entire city. Uh, you well, guys have seen the movie
1: Plane, Trains, and Automobile, right? It's going to be a fun romp just like that. Yeah. yeah. It was like this extremely old lady and then like a 30-year-old bam. And... and Turns out he was he was very nice. He let her have the bed, and he like just slept on the floor somewhere. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, everyone involved pretty pretty upset about you about imagine? this. Um, oh. Yeah, although not nearly as upsetting as uh, something I saw just before coming in here today. About uh, did you see the latest Spirit Airlines incident? No, I uh, haven't been, been able to find it, uh, a lot of details on it, but. Supposedly a spirit flight while well, in midair yesterday. Uh, a bat flew out of wherever it was hiding and was just <laughs> flying back and forth in the in the cabin. It's something uh, fun to do while air. you're flying.
0: You get, it really passes the time You're uh, trying to catch a bat that could carry yeah. rabies. Yeah. How long is this flight? Because
1: uh, with rabies, you don't have a lot of time. It
0: really brings uh, the passengers
1: together. Yeah. <laughs> just...
0: This was my 9-11. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, they're not the same, but are they really that different? It brought, I brought people together. It did.
0: Yeah.
1: It did. Brought people together and maybe, the, maybe considering whether the discount it was, really, uh, worth was really worth it. <laughs> Speaking of airlines. Missile launcher found in U.S. man's luggage at airport. And he was allowed to get on that flight and go home. Well, his original flight was coming from, like, Kuwait. Mm-hmm where he acquired the rocket launcher. The thing, the, the funny it thing... It wasn't
0: live, though, right? It was well, a, that's it, the
1: thing. Like, a rocket launcher without a rocket is just... A tube. Essentially a tube. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. It's just a very well-designed... Cool-looking... Yeah, like, tube. very smooth uh, tube. So, yeah, Yeah, this happens every once in a while. And people are like, oh, my God, a missile launcher. And you're like, yeah, you... Uh, I mean, you should really. When you should start to worry is when the missile yes. comes through, because yeah. that actually, you know,
0: kills people. Causes, causes a bit of a problem. A missile bit, a launchers don't
1: kill people. Missiles yeah. kill people. Exactly. Well, now that we cleared that up. But hopefully, hopefully, he gets it back and he gets to make a nice like vase out of it or something.
0: Yeah, this is my urn. Please bury me. Yeah, in, bury in me this. in this
1: fucking missile launcher. Yeah. Hell yeah.
0: Florida clarifies directive to kill green iguanas after pool cleaner shot.
1: Yeah. So Florida. They've got a, a big green, invasive, invasive green yeah. iguana problem. Same with right? lionfish.
0: Yeah, the lionfish have been killing everything. My dad told me well, last time I went back, uh, they started putting uh, lionfish on like menus at nice restaurants to get people to like think that they were a delicacy. And they slow, like, slowly started putting them down to like the middle class and everything because yeah. they, they need to uh, kill these fish and eat them because they're destroying imagine. the ecosystem. I can't imagine they taste good. No, but that's, that's, how you get, that's how you get people
1: to do it. You say it's a delicacy yeah. first. Well, people aren't eating these iguanas that I know of, but they are. of Florida is just like, yeah. It's easier to kill them. They're like, yeah, don't worry about it. Kill iguanas, doesn't matter. No one's, no one's going to do anything. So people were just like fucking going wild in their neighborhoods, like Shooting trying them. to bag the most iguanas, and some guy just, I don't know exactly how it happened, but his neighbor had a pool cleaner over to clean the pool, <laughs> and the pool cleaner
0: got shot think he got shot by an air rifle, so it wasn't serious. But so, so the thing is, like, you you can definitely kill an iguana with an air rifle. You have to be very precise, though. where yeah. or you hit it because otherwise you're just
1: uh, kind of you're torturing, torturing it. it. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, but
1: yeah, after the the pool cleaner guy got shot, Florida's just like, wait, shit. Hold on. All right, uh,
0: everyone, just chill the fuck out. They for honestly a need to make a, like a. They need to release like whatever the smallest caliber gun is and call them iguana killers because the step between an air rifle, and a handgun, uh, it, it's going to make a mess. Yeah. And it uh, has the potential <laughs> to be very, very deadly if the bullet misses and ricochets or anything or goes through. You shoot an iguana off a fence and it, the bullet continues on. Yeah. There's got to be a better way. <laughs> yeah. I would I would think. Uh, ca- cattle prod.
1: <laughs> cattle prod these fuckers. Uh, Crossbow. Yeah. I don't I don't think s- iguana's gonna survive a fucking bolt.
0: Yeah, but that could still hurt someone. Well, yes. Yeah.
1: Could still kill someone. Exactly. But uh it's quiet. You're not gonna scare any of the other iguanas away. Yeah.
0: It sends a message. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just imagine Florida just sounds like constant gunshots now because yeah. of the iguanas. Yeah. Everyone calm the fuck down. Yeah, every time <laughs> I go back, it's like literally the last time I went back, it's like, yeah, lionfish took over the seas and iguana <laughs> took over the land. I'm like, what the fuck has happened? I've been gone for like 10 years, 12 years. It's like, what has this place turned into? Australia. It's turned into Australia. The main source of income, especially on my parents' side of of Florida, is tourism. And tourists aren't coming anymore because of the fucking red tide during the summertime. So the whole place is a fucking mess. Also, it's all going to be underwater soon. Leave Florida. low taxes. And you don't have to wear a seatbelt if you don't want to. And you don't have to wear a helmet when you ride a motorcycle. Freedom. Yep. Then you can shoot all the iguanas <laughs> <laughs> you want.
1: Yeah. Doesn't matter, you're probably gonna die in a fatal accident at yeah. some point. Speaking of Florida, Florida man pulls gun on woman who refused to try his vape pen at McDonald's. <laughs> She's probably a cop. No, 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 I've been
0: through this before.
1: Yeah, this is just random dude outside McDonald's, hey, you wanna hit this? She's like, N-no. no. No? <laughs> He's like, excuse me? And then he flashes his gun. He's like,
0: how about fucking now, bitch? Still no.
1: Yeah, uh, not sure what is he
0: really. It must have been a great flavor. Yeah, that's why AirPods work. You yeah. get to ignore everything happening around you. I, they're like, a safety device, especially yeah. In like New York City, it's it's half the time no one's. Anytime they're not I, even on. Anytime I ride the subway, I I I have these great little ones. Yeah. Uh, but I wear the ones with the cord so people can actually yeah, see them. Yeah, the that big conspicuous one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people just you face forward. Don't make eye contact. Yeah blinders
1: on. Yeah. You get you get a hat that has like horse <laughs> blinders. Horse blinders? On. Yeah, for, horse for blinders humans. On the side. Uh, no, you can't see anything except what's directly in front of you. Uh, uh, final
0: headline. Chinese man opens plane's emergency door for fresh air before takeoff. <laughs> I'm
1: just trying to get one last smoke in here. Uh, Ooh, ah, real real hot in that this place. That fresh plane. China air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, I don't think he's had fresh air in a long time, probably.
0: Oh, what is this? Oh, oh this air is Filtered air. Disgusting.
1: Yeah. This air is like as if the entire country was just filled with extremely inefficient coal-burning factories mm-hmm. just spewing poisonous gas into the air constantly for the last 30 years. Yeah. Someone should do something about this. Yeah. <sighs> and apparently, it's not the first time someone in China's done this. He put the roll-down windows on planes. Right, yeah, the guy, he said that's what he thought it was. Oh, okay, great. He thought, thought the lever was just to, like, crack the window a little bit. Yeah, like in a car. He just... <laughs> yeah. Perfect. No. Anyways, that's it for
0: this week's episode
1: of Weekly Weird News. Mm-hmm. Uh, please watch the most recent episode of News Dump and an episode of Tech News Day. And uh, consider supporting us on Patreon or here on YouTube under the membership tab. You get a weekly podcast for free out of that. If you laughed once in this episode...
0: You owe us $5. Yeah. I think that's the rule. Yep. Bye-bye. YouTubers' lives matter.